Hey guys, thanks for joining us for episode 129 of Riding Through the Ages, Our Revolving Journeys Through the Eras of Common Rider. I'm Eugene. And I am Eric. And today we're going to be in Showa, episode 32 of Common Rider 71, entitled Maddening Flower Dokudalia. It aired November 6, 1971. It was written by Mari Takazawa and directed by Itaro Orita. So, and good old 71. 71. 71. I mean, what else are you going to do, right? And what are you going to do? I mean, hopefully, like, okay, I keep I keep asking, and I keep forgetting, when is Hongo coming back? Uh, It's, like, in the 40s? 40s. Okay, so we're, we are getting closer. Yeah. It's going to be interesting. I really want to know how they're going to reintegrate him to the story with how long he's been away. Uh, yeah, so, um, it's not like a spoiler or anything, but, uh... Hongo doesn't come back until Zola is gone. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Well, I remember I like I had asked that a long, long, long time ago, and it's yeah. like he's gonna be a big deal, but then you know, yeah, just vanish. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's it's in the forties, I believe. Yeah. Because like it takes him. I think it's like six. He's sick out for like six, eight months or something like that. Mm, yeah. I mean, with the yeah, with the extent of those injuries, you really he, don't want to push it. Yeah. And like when he comes back, he just looks like he just was just how he was. You know. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I don't know if he broke one or both of his legs. I've heard reports about both of them. But. Yeah, I imagine one was worse than the other. You know, usually it's like, it's not like it's two even breaks. Like, Yeah. I mean, like, even breaking one leg, you're out for, like, mm-hmm. almost a year before you're, like, back to wh- where you were before. Oh, yeah. You yeah. know? Especially if it's, like, multiple breaks. Yeah, it was, like, a motorcycle accident type thing, so. uh, But, yeah, so it's, uh, I'm trying to remember where it was. But, no, you, you, you'll know. They don't like hide it. Mm. Like it's uh you see it in like the first scene of that episode where he's back. You see Hongo. Okay. Okay. And then the voiceover like rem- reminds you who Hongo is. It's like, oh yeah, just so you know. <laughs> it's been a long time. Yeah. But he was the main character. <laughs> yeah, he was the main character. Uh yeah, so uh yeah, we have a dandelion monster. Yeah, dandelion. <laughs> uh I don't know. There's so many ways that this could go. Yeah, um, and um, it's like it's just so funny because it's like you never know where they're gonna go, right? With what I have in my head, it's not menacing at all. But I, I'm sure there's ways to make it like, oh, okay, well, yeah, <laughs> I don't want to see that guy in an alley. Yeah, I mean, like they made the cactus. Like you're like, oh, well, I don't want to be that guy. Yeah, <laughs> and his bombs. Oh yeah, the cactus bombs, cactus flowers, or whatever. Like that would make sense if he was like. A pineapple? <laughs> it's like that's that's a bomb type thing, you know? <laughs> yeah, cactus bombs. I mean, honestly, I wasn't expecting that. It's like a flowering plant blows up just because it's like what you touch the the pins or whatever. Yes. So I can, I guess you can see it from like a um, like if you think about mines, like underwater mines. Uh, yeah. Maybe that was the inspiration. Maybe with that sort of you know you touch it and it pins in and. Yeah, but they, yeah, they just they just. But then you're like, why is the snake breathing fire and and venom and oh. ice? Uh, uh, like yeah. one time it like melts stuff, and the other time it breathes fire. Yeah, yeah, breathes <laughs> fire. What the heck is that? And can be beaten by a dog. <laughs> oh, that was a horrible two part episode, man. <laughs> like you could tell that that was just. They're like, oh, I don't know what we're gonna do here. Let's uh, yeah, let's slap this around. <laughs> but now with this, it's like I you know I'm trying to think of like what could the powers be. Like what? Is, what is a dandelion known for? And the only thing I can think of, honestly, besides you know sometimes being eaten, is that 
you know, just normal stuff. I mean, well, the generic, the generic thing when you think flower monsters, what, what does the pollen do? Yeah, the pollen, right? The spores or whatever. Yeah, like, and then they can just make do anything with that. Yeah, I mean, there's a million things, but I, I don't, I feel like they're not gonna do the whole, uh, like they've already done it twice, one time with mushrooms, and then um, what was the other one? Whereas it was like something spreading across. Oh, they uh, did the 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 mushroom, and then uh, it was the curse of the Amazon. Oh, this, yes, there we go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So they've already done it twice in recent memory, so I don't see why they would do you know a spreading spores type thing, um, like type virus or. It disease. was funny that we didn't remember because that that Andy Dirt episode was like the last episode. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah that one that we just watched. <laughs> Um, but anyway, yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like those, yeah. those two. It's like back to back. There's no way they're gonna use the same theme. So then, what? What is it? Is it gonna be like one of those? It's like a slow moving projectile attack. Just like, <laughs> yeah, it's just like it's just in the air. Oh. Um, but yeah, that's the general idea. Is like uh, pollen. That's <laughs> always what I think. Like I can't remember exactly what uh, Dokudanion does because like you know they're mostly just throwaway monsters. Yeah, there's like ninety something monsters of the week in the <laughs> show. Yeah, so. I'm like, uh, sometimes more like I'll see them and I'm like, oh, I remember seeing that. But I'm like, I don't remember the story behind that. You know, some of them are like very rememberable. Mm. Like, I always will remember that crab guy walking through those cows. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know? It's just the imagery is it's fantastic. Yeah. And I will remember this, the cobra because of how bad it is. Yeah. Horrible. Oh my God. And I'll uh, remember Spider-Man and uh, Batman because they're the first two. Right, right, right. And also Spider, Bat, and, and Cobra are the ones that are used. They're like repeated ones that are used throughout the thing. Frequently. Yeah. Uh, they're like the big three ones when you want to have the uh, monsters be a callback type thing. I think the Starfish is one of the most memorable for me. Yeah, Starfish for the top five. Because it's just like, is that what it just is? It just is? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Turn itself into a ninja star. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's just there's so many iconic scenes in that whole. Like, it's one of those episodes I'll show somebody to be like, "Look at this! You wouldn't you, believe it." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's like you remember this show? You remember <laughs> this? Yeah. It's like it, it takes a certain type of person to watch seventy one. Really? Yeah. I mean, it's a person who has to understand. <laughs> yeah. That it was made in nineteen seventy one. Yeah, it's been a while. You can't really, you can't, you can't treat it under a modern lens. Yeah. And I, I see people do that all the time when they're just like, they'll watch something and they're like, I can't believe this was done like this. And like, why did it take so long? And like all this special. And you're like, do you, do you realize that like when this came out? Yeah. 50 years I ago. I mean, like, like I say, I try to avoid like having the externals, like the information and stuff like that. But I do try to put myself in the, the idea of like, okay, well in 1971, this was awesome. Uh-huh. You know. It's also, it's one of those things too. This is not only done 50 years ago, but on low budget. Yes. Like exceedingly low budget. And it's not like it's it was done in a Hollywood studio on top of that. So it's not, it's a, I hate to say it, but like a second rate studio 50 years ago on low budget <laughs> compared to like. And like pe- people, CSI might, be like, or something. people work. might be like, oh, the studio, this was, and I'm like, we're talking about the fact that like Japanese studios are always less behind, are always behind American studios yeah. because of the money. Well, yeah. So, you know, it's calling it, calling it second rate sounds like it's an insult. What I mean to say is it's not top of the line. Yeah. It's not like all of our advancements <laughs> have so, led to this moment. So I've actually had people when I'm like watching a like 1970s Doctor Who movie or something like that, a Doctor Who show or something like this, and they're like, that's ridiculous. And I'm like, well, it's 1971. Like, Star Wars came out in the 1970s. I'm like, yeah, Star Wars was like a billion dollars by like modern standards, you uh-huh. know? <laughs> yeah. 
It's like if it's, that's definitely not that's apples and oranges right there. That's uh, like look at the, uh, look at TV shows now versus blockbusters now. I mean, yeah. it's like the Flash TV show isn't like the event Avengers Endgame. Yeah, even though it came out in like the same year. Yeah, <laughs> it's like no, <laughs> I mean, using that there's there's certain there are certain TV shows with the budget that goes into them and how well they are that they would have made better like. The, the filmography and everything that's going on is better than some blockbusters even like 20 years ago. Yeah. Like as far as, uh, you know, the effects that they can put in yeah. it on the cheap, that kind of thing. Like like if you look at um, like a way – like we'll talk – there's like Game of Thrones and stuff like that. But I'm not even talking about like sci-fi and stuff like that. Like premiere television, like um, a show like say The Walking Dead or something like that. Mm-hmm. It's just like one episode of The Walking Dead. Yeah. Is like they do better special effects, but also like better camera work, and they take more time with the acting and stuff than movies that were made in the nineties. Exactly. You know, yeah, that's exactly what I was thinking. Actually. Yeah, it's stuff like, like that. They take like more Game time to make it now, mm-hmm. uh, but they don't take time to make these shows. No, that's I like those are the two things that determine is like time and money. Yeah, and like time more than money, really. Yeah, for Cause, sure. Because if you have the time to like film the the thing more and more and more often yeah you can you have time to look at even more locations and be like this one's actually a little bit better for what we're going for yeah you know i mean this way it takes like five years to make a movie it seems like yeah you know and then uh takes like a decade to make a video game you know it's like yeah. it's because it's like the time is is the money is is important yeah but i would i could but the thing is is like if you have six months it doesn't matter how much money you throw at it you're not going to make something that you would do not as well as like if you had half as much money and two years yeah yeah, you have more time to research, more time to think about it. Um, Just more time to, like, film every scene. Yes. <laughs> yeah, you can go over things. Yeah. Yeah. Get the actors to say a line a dozen times, and then you choose the best one, and rather than be like, we got two minutes to do this scene, we're moving on. Yeah, we're we're on it. We're in a pinch here. Let's do that. Let's that's do what people don't produce. like. That's why soap operas are the way they are, is because they film, like, an ridiculous, like, I think they film something like 30 or 40 pages a day yeah. of, like, scenes, whereas, like, a major motion picture film's, like, one uh-huh. in like a month <laughs> <You know? laughs> so it's just like you know they have to get that cranked out because they release an episode every day five days a week yeah that's you know? crazy yeah. yeah i mean and so it's like if the actors want vacation they're written off the show for some reason yeah like if they want a vacation the character they're takes playing has to take a vacation <laughs> that's crazy i can't even imagine i i've never ever been into soap operas but it makes sense. You know, when you find out that it's a daily show, it's like, ah, that adds up because it's just awful. I mean, I to each their own. Yeah. Right. But there's no way you can write a good story that that has to span that much time. Yeah. Um, without it being something like here's and here's their kids continuing the journey or something like that. Yeah. Right. Like we need new characters at some point. Yeah. I mean, that's what happens a lot of times. But yeah, yeah it's like, yeah. Uh, but yeah, I would not want to like act in that at all yeah. or do. but that being said they it's still pretty crazy that they do one episode a week of common rider yeah because i mean because that's where i mean if you if you're doing something five days a week for a whole year that's when you end up with you know uh freaking spanish vampire ninja kidnaps uh i don't know uh trying to think of something like a ghost pirate yeah sex robot <laughs> yeah they, they, to go on a heist yeah uh <laughs> For the Holy Grail, it's just some convoluted crap where it's just like, uh, okay, whatever. Yeah. Like, what episode do I start on so I can understand this? You don't. You don't. 
Yeah, that's the thing is you don't go back. Yeah, this is the closest you're going to get to understanding. Just continue. <laughs> When's the best time to, uh, where's the best place to start a soap opera? The very beginning, a thousand years ago. <laughs> what's, the, what's the second best time? Today. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Pass, pass, pass. Yeah. I'll keep, so, I'll keep my 71 here. Yes. It's much better. Yeah, it's much better. Sometimes better acted, too. <laughs> <laughs> I think it helps it being a second language. Like, it's not our native language. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, that's that's the thing, too, is that uh, there's times when you're watching a show and it's like, oh, this is really good. Why isn't this popular over there? I can imagine because, like, the delivery is way off. <laughs> yeah, it's like, it's like, oh, that awesome. sounds hollow. Oh, that's horrible. The acting was crap. <laughs> yeah, things you're not critiquing. Which is probably why, like, good things that are good overseas and what you think are bad here, like our bar stuff. Uh-huh. Yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> But anyways, uh, yeah, we're just going to go see about this. Not much to say about it. We're going to go see uh, which of the girls is around. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, if any. Yeah. And we'll be back. Is she? Okay. We are back. Was it exactly like the dandelion thing you thought would happen? Uh, no, absolutely not. <laughs> if anything, just looking at the head, it looks more like a tropical fish. Yeah, but then like the power of the dandelion, you're like, uh -huh. what? Yeah, no, it doesn't make sense. But again, this is one of those things where uh, I'm just so sure the guy that made Pokemon used to watch this as a kid. Because oh, yeah, I'm sure. But it's like, so what I think how they figure out, I think I've said this before, but how... Um, they figure out the powers for the monsters in 71 Kamen Rider is that somebody is just reading titles of scientific journals. Yeah. Like they just go to the library and they like find they only have two seconds. To <laughs> it's just like pick a book. It's just like, oh, this plant can eat people. This plant can d digest flesh. You know, it's just like, there we go. Got the power moving on. <laughs> <laughs> good enough. Good enough. Good enough. Yeah. No internet uh, to check stuff. I will say that I'm, I'm glad they didn't go the pollen route with yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, they did use the whip. It is actually the name. It's called the mine eating flower, the man eating flower. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, yeah, man eating plants. It's not, I wouldn't think like drinking them through a straw, which is what they went with yeah. here. Like, you know, just dissolve. What I was glad proteins. was that the official translation was man eating. Like, there's there a couple of translations of the titles um, in various places. And, like, the official translation is the man-eating flower. Mm. But, like, one of them is, like, the cannibal flower. I'm like, it's not a cannibal. Yeah, it's not a cannibal. <laughs> it's not eating other flowers. Yeah, I, I, I get irritated the most sometimes when I hear, like, cannibal zombies, that kind of thing. Um, it, it's like either you're saying that they are cannibals and you're just calling them zombies because they're eating flesh, or you're trying to tell me that the cannibal or the zombie eats other zombies, but if it's just a zombie that's eating a human being... Technically, they're not a cannibal. Unless they were a cannibal before. Unless they were a cannibal before, right? <laughs> and then yeah. now they're a cannibal who's a zombie. Yeah. yeah. Would that eat a zombie? Huh. Oh. <laughs> hmm. Wow, that seems like that would seems like it would be a cheese. Like if you were doing a cheesy, I mean, that's like all zombie movies. Most like ninety eight percent of of zombie movies are cheesy. So if you were to do a cheesy joke, it's like. You know, they're all worried that this this person's going to come back and eat them and then come to find out, you know, they're a cannibal. So, yeah. Well, yeah, it's like it's a can they they're like because in the zombie apocalypse, you're just with people who are alive. Yeah. And it's like this guy's a cannibal. But you don't know until he turns and he starts eating zombie flesh. And you're like, he was a cannibal the whole time. And now he'll <laughs> eat zombies. He's like our best ally now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah you see what I'm saying? He can yeah. Make some cheesy comedy there. He's like a, he's like the zombie you have on the rope type thing, you know? So, like, yeah, a, can a cannibal flower better be eating other flowers. 
forth. Now you got me wondering if there is a flower out there that eats other flowers. Unlike, I mean, weeds don't necessarily eat other plants. They just steal nutrients and that, stuff like that. Yeah, keep, they keep them from it because they're taking it first. Well, like, like moss. Oh, like moss. Yeah, moss. I suppose. Like, because I don't think moss is a fungus. No, actually, I don't know exactly what they're they're classified as. Because if it's a fungus, then it's not a plant. Right. But if it's just a plant, then the moss like eats like trees and stuff like yeah. that. I wonder if that's. I wonder if it's that they eat the tree, or if they just they, since they're blocking the sun from hitting the thing. It's another one of those situations where they're absorbing the nutrients first, and so there's no nutrients to give. No, like they'll eat like um uh, like uh dead trees and stuff like that. Oh, okay. They'll yeah. use that as their fertilizer and stuff. Okay, so. fair enough. Yeah. So it's like ah, uh, I don't know. I guess yeah. technically all plants are trees. If no, you no, I'm going to go home and look up like what is a moss class, like what is moss classified as? It's like a pro- it, scientist probably classified as like an extra thing that's all on its own because uh-huh. they classify everything as an extra thing all on its own. Yeah. It's well, classification like, itself is just, yeah. but it's anyways, just off the hook. So the show starts out in a flower shop, mm-hmm. and so it's a little kid. She's buying some flowers, and the the Cause, lady, yeah, because her because her old, she's like, what's going on? It's her older sister's last birthday before she's married yeah which is kind of it's kind of convoluted but she wants to celebrate her birthday as her big sister before she's married and then she's not her big sister no it's like the relation so like as they pick it through it's like because like this is also going to be her this will this will mean that this is her last birthday living in the same house as her ah okay because she's gonna get married and her and her husband are gonna move on Uh, also like i think i mentioned this before but like you know, we have it here, but it's also like bigger in Japan about like the language of flowers and mm-hmm. stuff like that. You build a bouquet for like somber occasions and stuff like that. Yeah. It's even like it's even like mini games and some RPGs and stuff like that. Becoming a, a flower person. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and it's like it's like I almost have to learn the skill <laughs> it's, to understand. It, like somebody gives you a flower and you're like, wait a minute, is there a hidden meaning here? Well, it's like in uh in many of the I find this in like a lot of the Japanese games I'll play. I like actually have to be good at something else for this mini game. Oh. Or like I'm playing the Yakuza games and I'm like, I actually have to be good at Mahjong. Yeah. To get the Mahjong trophies in this Yakuza game. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like one of them is like basically you have to it's like based on just straight RNG. Yeah, one you, in ten thousand. Yeah, it's like there's this. like one where you have to win with what's equivalent to like a double royal flush. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Good like, luck. Yeah, it's just like oh. You want to okay. spend the rest of your life playing mahjong? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and like they have like kart racers in there, and like in the Yakuza games, you have to be good at Virtual Fighter to play the Virtual <laughs> Fighter in Yakuza. Yeah. <laughs> there's also like, uh, what was it? Um, Puyo Puyo Tetris is in there too and that's like a whole game by itself and that's two games that's Puyo Puyo and Tetris together (laughs) (laughs) but uh but anyways yeah they have a whole language of flowers like this means uh reconciliation this means hope for the future this means uh vendetta yeah and so uh she like gives her the bouquet and gives her the money for it and she's like oh here take this as a gift give it to your sister and it's just fake flower yeah it's like hugely fake red flower (laughs) It's supposed to be just an, uh, a rare flower. Yeah. But it, I mean, it, if this was filmed today, it would just be a flower. Yeah. And they wouldn't have to. Because you flowers could use look effects like, to make it beeping and, you know, blink. Yeah. And also, like, f- fake flower technology in real life has increased. Oh, big time. Now, yeah. <laughs> there's, I mean, there's all these stories about, like, you know, 
I mean, a lot of people have like watered fake flowers. Yeah. Yeah. Like. Yeah. I mean, this is. And sometimes I'll touch flowers, and I'm like, it's. Is this is this fake? Is this like a really good flower or a really waxy plant? Because <laughs> <laughs> there's like real plants that are really waxy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it could be either or. Sometimes it's like, no, nah, this is a fake flower. It's like, no, that's actually a real flower. That's how that flower feels. <laughs> no, no, this is definitely one of those times, um, and this happens quite a bit in '71, where you just have to suspend disbelief. They're saying that's what this is. It is what it is. It's the yeah. equivalent of like a little kid handling handing you a banana and asking you to answer the phone. You yeah. just go through with it. Yeah, it's a phone. You're <laughs> Holding it. Yes, you're holding it like a phone. Yeah, <laughs> you know, it's it is a phone. You don't question it. You yeah. just answer the phone. Uh, so uh, so anyway, yeah. So he, he gives her the stuff. She thinks her. It's like five bucks all together for like this huge bouquet. Uh, seventy one. Yeah, and seventy one. <laughs> so I don't know where this girl's getting this money, but because uh, she's like she's young. She's really young. I mean, well, five hundred yen is uh is one coin. So yeah. So she probably just picked it up on the street, mugged somebody. <laughs> yeah. uh, so as soon as she leaves, the the uh, lady gives this evil look. And I thought that was going to be the end of the scene. I thought mm. it was just going to end with her being like, hm, 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 yes. Hm. But no, it, she transforms into this old Baba Yaga looking looking lady. We come to find out it's a 200 year old witch. Because then she transforms into flower a mo- plant, a, a flower monster. And yeah, she's a 200 year old witch monster thingy. Yeah. So is she not a cyborg? Yeah. <laughs> Right? Yeah. Seriously. Because yeah. they, they give her a backstory. Yeah, so she's not a cyborg. So this actually, they do this a couple times where, like, the monsters are just monsters yeah. in the world. They're just working for Shocker. Yeah. Which is interesting. Yeah. Um, it's just kind of weird seeing somebody go from their... That they have two forms. They have, t- they have, like, two forms? Yeah. They have two fake identities and then a real identity. <laughs> you know, it's like, why didn't you just start off as an old lady? Or the old lady is the real identity. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. The old lady then turns into the plant to do what they do, and then she hides. She goes into like becoming a, a young woman so that she can do her thing. Like because they say she's like a witch or something. Okay, I like that. Let's do that. Where yeah. it's like her her absolute power. It's like Maleficent turned into the dragon, right? But also turned into the old woman. It's just like the old woman is, or is that that was Sleeping Beauty? Whatever. Yeah, or, same same difference. Yes, I think that's that's where she came from, right? I think. Is it Sleeping Beauty? Or no, because, oh, he's combining Snow White and Sleeping Beauty. What the hell's the difference? Well, Snow White, Sleeping Beauty, and Cinderella. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Dude, I forgot. <laughs> I forgot about Cinderella. <laughs> I wow. I think Maleficent, is Maleficent from Sleeping? Or Dude, you are asking the wrong I know. I used to know that, <laughs> yeah. but now, like I said, it blends together. I could totally forgot Cinderella existed. Yeah, that's also an old witch. Yeah. Uh, I think when they did it in... Like uh, ever, what was it? It was ever, once upon a time. I think it was once upon a time. Was like the ABC drama where like all the fantasy characters were actually characters from the real world, from another oh, world, oh. and then they went to like they had been transported to the regular world, and all their identities have been wiped and all that stuff. And I think they made like all of the uh, all of the wicked witches like just one person. Oh, well, why the hell not? It, yeah, I mean it's pretty much copy paste motive and, and yeah designs not really usually and like prince charming was just a guy yeah okay <laughs> yeah <laughs> he's just on the street well no he was just like he was prince but his his name was charming oh it wasn't like he wasn't just prince charming it was like his last name was charming yeah okay yeah <laughs> so it's like okay yeah that makes sense and like My friends call me george 
And then, like, in a grave, like, Rumpelstiltskin was the beast from Beauty and the Beast. Mm-hmm. And, like, all these different things. And it's like, okay. oh, all the stories are actually just twisted versions of the actual happening. Okay. And so yeah. basically, they, just, they took the stories and they twisted them to make them, like, oh, these are the actual happening. <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. I never actually I, watched that the show. The only thing I didn't like about it is how quickly. So the show starts out with, like, a kid going and grabbing uh oh this woman and she's it's like you're the one who's supposed to like break the curse Mm. and like make everybody um remember who they are because it's like this small town and everybody is like an allegorical character for like a character and the thing is is like i think it was at the end of like the first episode you find out that the kid was right he was right he was right that they are these fictional characters oh okay and i wanted it to be like the full season of like them not uh, of you not, not being him. sure. Yeah, like is this kid crazy? Yeah, and then like at the end you kid? realize it is because at the end of the first season they rem- they all remember and then they have to deal with the fact that they're like stuck in a world without magic and all this stuff. Okay, so if it was a better story, it would have it would have. I mean, it was a fine then. story, but like I wanted the suspension uh-huh. of like what it is, and I understand why because they were like it's the first episode we want to hook people, but like these are the fantasy characters living yeah. in the real world. Yeah. But I wanted it to be. You like, wanted the mystery, yeah, a little bit longer. Yeah, yeah but like, fair. is this kid just nuts? Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's honestly some of the best storytelling. Is yeah, where you're like, you're not sure. Yeah, it's like maybe he was he was crazy the whole time. Like even when it's like revealed that he was right, it's like, but is it or is he just finally broken? Yeah. <laughs> but but yeah. anyways, so uh, so yeah, she sees looking at the kid. She turns all you know, monster. old lady, and then all monstrous, and then it goes to the little girl. She gets home. Um, she goes up to her older sister and does what the older sister should be doing to the the younger girl, uh, as in she should be the one telling her little sister that it's okay, we're still going to be sisters after this. Yeah. Whereas the one that's actually crying is the full grown adult, and she's being hugged and told it's like, hey, it's just in a different house. Like, what the heck? Yeah, it's like uh, it's like I mean, Goro it, it, two it, here. It, it's 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 a combination of things. One is like we actually don't know their whole situation. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe they like they don't live with their family. They live with like their aunt and uncle or something like that. And it's like they've been like together the whole time or one thing. Yeah. But then we also were like, this is seventy one common writer where they make kids better. Yes. Because it's a show for kids. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah, it's that way you can put yourself in that. It's, it's what we like yeah, to call, that smart. It's too. what I like to call the Justin scenario, which is Justin for Power Rangers Turbo. Oh yes, yes where yes. he was the kid Power Ranger, and they wanted him to be like a genius. That was uh-huh. the idea of Justin was a genius. Yeah. And it turned out to him just being normal yeah he had common sense and the rest of the adults were idiots yes <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And so, like that's what this is they want to show that this kid's mature but they can't really do that the, all they do is they just make everybody else lower yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah it's the only way to do it yeah there's no way it's like, uh, what's what they're gonna do <laughs> have the little girl like smoking a cigarette drinking a cup <laughs> of coffee uh, yeah my 401k's doing great <laughs> Oh, that would be pretty cool, though. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, it's so like anyways. boss babying it over there. <laughs> um, so anyways, yeah, they're, they're hugging, and, you know, she's consoling her older sister, and the flower starts to beep. And they're like, huh, what's going on? What is great about this is that how many times in this show has something beeped and nobody noticed it? Yeah. Yeah, everyone just pretends just, there's not a loud beeping. Yeah, I just thought room. it was just no. Yeah, nobody will notice. Like it's gonna be a surveillance thing, and everybody's like, "What's that noise?" They're like, "Oh, they hear it too." Yeah, <laughs> I'm not nuts. And so they they're aware that the flower is beeping and it's flashing. Like if, it's like if you could only see a ghost and then somebody else sees you, you're like, "What the?" <laughs> yeah. 
it's like dark corner of the room. You see a figure standing there, and you're like, oh, okay, it's just my imagination. And your friend's like, is there somebody standing in the corner? You're like, you can see it. Suddenly, it's scary. Yeah. yeah. Um, so anyway, yeah. So they they are aware of the flower, and then they hear some old lady being like, sleep, sleep, <laughs> and lights in the room go away, and the girl falls asleep, and then the sister falls asleep. Oh no! She sees the shocker going out the window. Yeah. So she, yeah. So the little girl falls asleep immediately, and then the older girl, you know, obviously she gets up and starts trying to get out. She sees the shocker going to the window. Um, I think she tries the door handle before she finally passes out, and then um, the flower opens the door and is all like, "Hee!" What's the old uh, woman who turns right into the flower? Yeah, yeah. I I think she transforms like nine times in this episode. Oh, dude, it's every she. This okay of every episode. I feel like this is the most villain. Uh, screen time that I have seen. Um, well, it's because they with have a, nothing happening because they have a paid actor. Yeah. Oh, is that what it is? Well, most likely it's like we're paying this actress for this show, so we should need to put her in as much as we yeah, can. Yeah, because they're in like every scene, if not every like every other scene. I mean, it's it's com- totally possible. Like it could be that she's a known actress somewhere. Okay, I can see it, man. In seventy one, yeah. I mean, like like I've, like it happens all the time in like these kids shows. Like an, a successful actor will be in a kid's show so for their kids. Yeah, yeah. It's like so they can be like, okay, well, now my kids can, can tell. They can brag. Yeah, it's like my mom was in Kamen Rider. She was the monster in Kamen Rider. Isn't that awesome? Yeah. Type thing. <laughs> uh, it happened a lot in Doctor Who. A lot of people in Doctor Who are in Doctor Who for their kids and stuff like that. So, uh, And it's like great to put on your resume. I was in this kid's show, so I have the range or whatever. But – um. So, yeah, I think that's what it is. You might be in, uh, but I think it's just generalized. It's like, we're paying an actress for this episode. So we might as well do it. Because, I mean, there, there are times, too, where they'll have She's on there for, like, two seconds yeah. and then transforms again. <laughs> so, anyways, yeah, she commands the goons to take the um, the elder sister. Yes. And, uh, you know, they're, they've got her all picked up and they're walking outside. And we see this really extremely drunk, yes. uh, probably a businessman, just went through, you know, a whole night of drinking. Yes. He's like singing his he's singing his lungs out and he's just wandering in it and he's like, Oh, it's a taxi. It's just a car. It's just a car. Up to this point, I bet you he was having the time of his life. Yeah, and he's just like, Oh, taxi, taxi, take me, take me, take me this and then like he tries to get into the back and like they, they slam the door open and knock him down. They're like, Ah it's, it's assault. assault. It's assault. And so he stands up and he's like grabbing somebody like he's grabbing at um, you know, whoever's there. He can he probably can't even see yeah, it's, a it's, foot in front of him. He's so drunk. It's he's incredibly drunk. And it's night. Yeah. And, and so what he's doing, he's pulling himself up. Talking the, about how rude it is. He, on you know. the dandelion. And then we learn the dandelion's power. Yeah, because he, he actually gets a good look at it now. And then he starts like, oh, but it's too late. You know, you're in its clutches. Yeah. And it has it like a little straw thing. And it, and it just... just and uh, we the narrator that it's a plant that breaks down the proteins in animals, mm-hmm. which somehow allows it to devour bone. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> oh the, the other thing about the scene, which it, I don't know if this happens the rest of it, but for some reason her eyes like flash green. The eye. Like, yeah. Because, oh, that's right. She only has the one center eye, but it's like it just goes, it glows green yeah. and then it stops. But I don't know if she does that any other time. It co- does it a couple times. Okay. Yeah. But that's yeah. one of the reasons why the head is so big because they have to fit a light in there. <laughs> yeah, it's a pretty big hat, pretty yeah. big helmet. Um, but yeah, no, he he gets completely drained. Yeah, down to the, there's just clothes left. Yeah, just clothes. Because yeah, that's that's totally how it works. It totally yeah yeah it doesn't it just folds in on itself like it was being absorbed. Yeah, you know like those the scenes where a black hole absorbs itself somehow. <laughs> yeah, because that you know we have no idea how they work. Uh, and then just collapses in. 
leaves, and then it's the yeah, base. so the shocker and all them they leave, and then it goes to the shocker base right away. Mm-hmm. Shows the lady being pulled in. There's Zol there. Yeah, they push her forward and they're like, "You work for Shocker now." Whip crack. Yeah, um, and Zol comes down. He's like, "Ah, let me tell you the plan." Yeah. <laughs> so you, you see, okay, so you see something like. 12, 13 uh, women around the same age as her, and they all have like balls, ball and chain attached to the foot, and they're all in the same gray outfit and wearing masks, face masks. Yeah, they're all, they all have face masks. In the background, you can see a bunch of um, like you know, vials. And yeah, stuff. vials and, and it's lab stuff, jars and stuff, and it's like ah, poison, 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 poison. So this is like think of any time you see like a drug cartel movie, exactly you, you what else? Naked girls in the background mm-hmm. that are like fiddling with the stuff. That's what this is. It's it's basically somebody saw that movie and be like, well, this is what Shocker would do. Yeah, this is it would be. Yeah, yeah, yeah Shocker, but it's just like we need their nimble hands, yeah, and delicate like, fingers in order to like, make. You're not poison. above kidnapping children. Yeah, that's <laughs> true. So yeah, the my plan only here, thinking is like. As they found out later, uh, young women are the perfect balance of having delicate fingers and can hold out mm-hmm. breathing in the poison until they cross out. It's yeah, like the, the mask nice... isn't protecting them. It's no. Just... So it's like kids would would die too easily. And Old it... men wouldn't be able to handle it. Right. And it also answers the question why they're not using, you know, like shocker soldiers that are, would be totally willing to do this work. It's yeah. because they want somebody expendable. Yeah. And uh, also... Not that the shocker troops aren't expendable. Well, but... the shocker troops have clumsy hands because they're yeah. brainwashed. <laughs> um, um, so anyway, yeah. So the, the, the idea is that the, the women, they're breaking down these crystals, doing the powder, putting it into making this kind of liquid. They're shipping in this. This this poison from New Guinea. Yeah, whole, they've got a whole shipment in, so they have to work double overtime. <laughs> yeah. You know, make it happen. Uh, and um, so that they're going to once they break it down, they're going to turn it into aerosol form. Well, okay, so they mentioned that like in its liquid form, it, one drop of it is enough to kill a human being. A hundred is a hundred. One drop kills a hundred. Yeah. Oh dude and then yeah so they're gonna make it into a mist that they can release into the air and it could just wipe out a whole city yeah it's gonna be poison smog yeah it's Uh, jacked up yeah it's one of their it's one of their stronger plans yeah and then once they're able to like basically once they have the ability to wipe out a whole city they only have to do it a couple times and then everybody will submit that's the idea yeah but then they're like but now well, we got to demonstrate things after we explain everything. Yeah, so. because the, uh, the the plant lady is actually the one that's like, should we test it? Because um, they have this aerosol container they have like some the, of the mist already. Yeah, they have like the test formula. Yeah, the hairspray version. Yeah. And so they just bring two random people, um, they're, you know, they're, some of their slaves. Yeah, some of their slaves. And then sprays it and kills them. Yeah, one guy and, I'm and like, one girl. It's, this thing by itself is pretty powerful. Yeah, just take, yeah, just weaponize that, man. Um, But then I'm like, but isn't that like... There's probably like a dozen drugs that poisons that look like Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. But it kills them pretty quick. Yeah, it's like they, they claw out their face for maybe three seconds and then they just fall over dead. Yeah. Uh, like so. I'm like, that's way quicker than like even like nerve gas works, right? Yeah. That's whack. That's a horrible way to go. Yeah. Uh but they're yeah, they're doing it of course they're doing it right in front of the elder sister because somebody's gotta know the entire plan. Yeah, and so then uh Great leader shows up and he's just like, I don't accept failure, except for all those times you failed, Zol. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't accept failure until you move up. It's, it's it's just a corporate mentality. Yeah. I don't accept failure unless you're middle management or higher. Because <laughs> oh. that's when you're able to put your failure off on lower people. Yeah, it's not my fault. It's his fault. <laughs> yeah. Oh. <laughs> exactly. It's like it's like Shocker's just a black guy. Give uh, me better people. So uh 
I'll say this: black company is like a Japanese term. It, it's like a company that doesn't pay overtime and like works people to death and yeah, all this but stuff. They they don't pay overtime, but they expect you to work a hundred hours in a week. Yeah. Uh, so it's called a black company, and so it's like I think Shopper, Shocker's designed after a black company, where it's like, yeah, failure won't be accepted mm-hmm. unless you're middle management. <laughs> uh, so. Then it goes to the the kid waking up. Yeah, the little girl's waking up, and she's like, oh, where's my big sister? Also, where's my plant? My plant's gone. Now, that's that would be weird if it wasn't for the fact that this, if they hadn't mentioned that she knew that this plant was freaky. Yeah, I mean, she saw it beeping, and then it's if, if it had been if it, if it had been one of the things before where they couldn't see or hear the beep, yeah, then it would be like, why does she care about the yeah, flower? Why do you give a crap? Your sister's missing. <laughs> but now it's just like, yeah, this flower matters, too, because it was weird. Yeah. Uh, uh, so she walks outside, and bam! Yeah, she's running out into the street, and then Hayato's like, whoa, jeez. Pulling that Hongo thing where he was, remember that episode where he just... Where he th- just is, wherever he needs to be. <laughs> he was just taking a nap on the side of the road, and yeah. then it's just like, kid runs by him. That's my favorite Hayato introduction, where he's just like taking a nap on the side of the road. Shocker is just like, Shocker, that must be one of the built-in superpowers a Kamen Rider has. It's just yeah, like... He just ha- he needs he is where he needs to be yeah. <laughs> to save the children. Yeah. Uh, so he's like, like whoa, whoa, wake up, hold up, man, don't run in the, wo- the street. And she's like, I'm looking for my sister. Uh-huh. And he's just like, okay. I was like, I'll help you. You know, he probably, I don't even think he said that, but it's just copy-paste situation. You already know he's going to help, regardless yeah. of whether or not he says he's going to help. And then they see... They notice the clothes. Yeah. And so they walk over, and she's like, oh, this is also like the f- the f- leaf of the flower. And she's like... Oh, that's right. She goes to investigate the clothes, and there's like this giant blue leaf sitting and on she's, top And of he's it. just like, what's that about the flower? She's like, well, not only did my like sister disappear, but this my the this flower disappeared also. Mm-hmm. And so and he, he, and this is actually uh, one of those times where it, this is the logical next step. Yeah. You know? There's some there's some jumps later, yeah. but <laughs> yeah, we don't know how much time. And has also, passed. he points out like these are man's clothes, and this is this isn't your sister. Mm-hmm. These aren't your sister's clothes. So why do you think this has to do with your sister? And yeah. he's like, this plant, this is like just the leaf, like my plant list disappeared. So he takes the leaf to the uh, Jonan University lab. So we haven't been there in a while. Yeah, and uh, the guy's looking over the stuff, and he's like, oh, this this plant has a lot of animal protein in it. And he's like, animal proteins, mm-hmm. and he's you know he's like, yeah, sometimes plants can uh, eat animals you know digest them and stuff and then uh, Hayato is like that well he was saying that there's uh there's something weird about it and Hayato is saying isn't it possible that it could be like a man-eating plant Mm -hmm. the guy's like well it's also extremely toxic and that's not usually the two of them together yeah so So, like the thing is is that um super dangerous whatever this plant everybody talks about like the venus flytrap right yeah and the thing is is that the venus the 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 thing is is that the the plant isn't actually after protein Mm -mm. it's after nitrogen and so that it like when it can't get it from the 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 ground, they get it from animals. Yeah. And so like that, that's like, but it's just seventy one science. No, oh, okay. <laughs> you know how it is. Yeah. Uh. So yeah, there's we, a, we we could this guy transforms by the power of the wind. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely not the. This is this isn't the worst leap in logic ever made. Yeah. So like, it's definitely not the worst part of reality that's been warped for the show. Also the fact that like, she's a 200 year old woman, witch thing, thing. magic, who cares? Yeah. <laughs> it's really just like me. Yeah. yeah. It's not, it's, it doesn't have to be based on a real plant. Yes. Um, uh, so anyway, yeah, another a huge leap in time. I mean, I imagine it's just the same day or whatever. Yeah. But, um, Hayato, Taki, and both of the girls just arrive Mari and off Yuri. screen. Yeah, I suppose I should say their names because we haven't officially written off the third one. 
but she's not here anymore. I doubt I'll ever see her again. The other two, because Hiromi, we've never seen, we haven't seen. In oh, a row. that's right. Oh my god. <laughs> Goodbye, Hiromi. The other cute one. <laughs> Hiromi, who had been in from episode one. Yeah. She was in the show more than than Hongo. Yeah. <laughs> she had a good run. Yeah. Uh, so, anyways, they 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 arrive on screen. They're at. Of the flower shop, right? Like they're on the street in front the, of the yeah, flower they're, shop. Yeah, they're they're like on the street down from the flower shop. Yeah, and so the little girl's like, the flower shop's down there. She was showing them where they were, mm-hmm. and so they'll be like, okay, so here's the plan. You girls go scout it out. Yeah, uh, and they'll be like, don't get in trouble or anything like that. And so they walk down, and like, uh, Taki's like, I'm not sure about this. They might be. And I was like, you would stick out a whole lot more. Yeah, it's and, it, the two of them going to buy some flowers. Total makes sense. Taki going to buy flowers. You're like. It's weird. Are you cheating on somebody? Yeah. <laughs> plus, plus, they all know he's FBI scum. Yes, so exactly. there's no getting away from that. Yeah. If it's Shocker, they're going to know it's Taki. Yeah. Uh, and so he's just like, look, I just have a bad feeling about this, so just go ahead, take her home, and then hurry right back. Yes. The, Taki thinking he's the main character again? Yeah. Taki thinks he's the main character, and Hayato's his sidekick. Yeah. Because he's just like, hey, I got to be here. Forget about you, the superhero. Why don't you go take the girl back? Yeah, the, the, it's sensible, actually, for Taki to be the one to take her home and let the superhero stick around. But. Yeah, but but he sees himself as the main character. Yeah. And to be fair, nine out of ten times he is. Yeah. Uh, True that. True that. Um, so so the girls are in the shop. Yes. The girls in the shop, and they're like, oh, that must be it. The fake one. Yeah, the very obviously fake flower. Luckily, they say the it's like flowers. the girl ex- it described it very well. Yeah. And also, they have the extra leaf, so. Yeah. Know. Yeah, so so they're both like getting extremely close to it and eyeballing it, and then they hear, oh, um, that he says their names from the Tachibana Reichen Club. Yeah, you came here faster than I thought, and they're like, huh? And it's great because it's like they know them. Yeah, they've yeah. been kidnapped like five times. Yeah, they should know them. It's <laughs> like I'm tired of pretending that they don't all know who they are. <laughs> yeah, it's like you guys know where the base is. You've attacked the base. Yeah, like you've sent bombs to the base. How many crosses have you been tied to? Yeah. Mari and Yuri have been cr- tied to at least two. Yeah. Maybe three. I No, they've been tied to two crosses and one stake. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I remember. Yeah. I think they were even electrocuted that one time. Yeah. Yeah. And that was on, like, that was, was that a cross or a stake? That was a cross. Okay, yeah, so they were electrocuted on a stake one time. Uh, no, they were electrocuted on a cross. They had dynamite at one point. Oh, yeah. And the, then they yep, were the going to be shot at a firing squad. <laughs> and then I think one time they get let, the the crosses that the it was like a bonfire type thing. Oh, yeah, almost burnt. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. It's hard to say. It all kinds of kind of blends together. <laughs> yeah, just <laughs> Um, so yeah, they, they, they're getting captured. They get captured. Um, cause it, it, the old lady turns into the, yeah, ooh. the monster. And, and then, uh, Taki gets ambushed. Yeah. And Ta- he's like trying to defend himself. And he, uh, he takes out so many goons and then he gets like, they grab him, just beat him up a bunch and they put him in a car right when Haito, Haito comes, up, comes yeah. back. Like at first it'd be like, well, that was pretty quick. But then it's like, this girl probably walked to the shop. So mm-hmm. it's probably close to their house. Oh, oh, oh. There, um, this is way back. I forgot to mention this. When the when the old lady knocks the two girls out in the room, she steps in and is like, ha-ha, the waves worked or something like that. So she was using sound waves to make them fall asleep. It's relevant, I feel like, because there's certain times in this these fights, if you didn't take that into account, you're just wondering, why is everyone standing around? Uh-huh. I, I just had to say that because it's relevant for this next scene here. Uh, also, at the very first scene, she said she'd given away 13 flowers or something like that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like the 13th flower that she handed out. Yeah, it doesn't really matter. because no. I mean, it's just interesting for context. That they've been I think that's why I drew the number 12 from, now that you mention it, incomplete information. My yeah. brain was working in a way I didn't even realize. Um, so, uh, Haito follows, follows after Taki in the car. 
And they go to a park. Oh, yeah, where the fighting resumes. Yeah. Yeah, so they, okay, so later on it makes sense why they're going to this park. Uh, and, like, it kind of jumps in the logic. But, yeah, so they go to this park, and then Haito drives up, and he, like, s- distracts him, and then they start finding the goons. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's uh, some goon fighting. Um, and then the flower, you know, the, the flower comes out and attacks. So it's your basic whip thing. Yeah. So the difference is that usually it's, like, you know, whip crack, maybe a quick strangle, but they'll break out of it. So there's this weird sound going on in the background. It's like, mm-hmm. okay. So the whole time I'm watching the scene, like, why is everyone just standing around? Like, why is Haito literally just standing there as this is happening? Mm. I think there's some wave attack going on to, like, he's not just being strangled, but, like, getting attacked by some sort of sound. Yeah. Like, maybe probably traveling through the whip or something like that. It's not explained, and it doesn't, it's not, like, the easiest thing to notice. It's just, otherwise, the scene is weird. Yeah. And she mentions, she specifically mentions sound waves when she makes them fall asleep. So I feel like it's just one of those ideas they were toying with and then just kind of who cares? threw out the window. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, so what happens is also she like uh, draws Hayato in and like. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because what happens is he's, he's getting strangled. He finally, like, he's like trying to roll out of it and he finally breaks out of it and he grabs a goon. This is the scene you're talking about, right? And well, then, he, like, he, he, he hits her in the, he like elbows her to get away and then he grabs a goon. Yeah. And he like, like chucks him between, like he throws him at her to make some distance. And it's like, it, I think she was going to grab him to drink him. Yeah, I think so, that's what the, the idea was right before, and she can't stop. I guess. Yeah. Uh, and well, so she, once she's thirsty, she's thirsty. You she know. kills a goon, drinks a goon. Yeah, all the way. So now at this point, this this just shows Hayato the extent. Yeah. He's like, oh wow. So, uh, what did he say? Whatever the guy's name is, the doctor or the um, not the doctor, but the. The scientist? Yeah, the scientist. Like, oh, he was right. It was animal proteins or something like yeah. that. Yeah. Confirmed. Man-eating plant. Yes. And now they know where that poor guy went who was drinking. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, yeah, him and... Uh, him and, and He transforms. Taki. Yeah. He henshins, of course. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, they he, they just both get beat up. And so they're, they're, they're fighting, and then the monster runs off, and then they're just like, wait a minute, Mari and Yuri are still in danger. So they just let the monster run off. Yeah. Well, okay, so yeah, so they, they, they fight the goons. They get beaten up. He henshins. There's like a quick fight on the bridge where he just takes out three goons real quick. There's a weird standoff, and then he just lets them flee so that way he, they can chase it. That's what you're saying, right? They don't chase it. They let it go so that they can go back to the shop. Oh, the flower shop. Uh, yeah. yeah, you're right. You're right, because they don't know that the girls are captured yet. Yeah. yeah they just know that, like, the if they've got to talk about shocker goons, the girls are still back at the shop. Yeah. And little did they know, they should have just followed the goons. Yeah. <laughs> like, the one time they don't, like, split up. Yeah. It's like, you go back to the store. I mean, I'm going to be honest with you, man. I was going to kind of wait until we got to the end of this, but this is in my bottom five episodes, 71. Like, the plot <laughs> is garbage. There's, there's other things. I'm not going to say what my suck is about it, because it's just that... <sighs> Yeah, there's this a lot a of jumps episode. in there. Yeah, there's a, like a lot of leaps. It's one of those logics. ones that should have been two episodes. You know. Yeah, to, I agree. I agree. Um, there's a there's a, there's quite a few of those ones in seventy one. You're like, this should have been two episodes. Yeah, I mean, there have been some times where it's like, okay, that was a some horrible plot armor going on there. Just some some seriously like contrived scenes in order to make it work. And this one's just like from start to finish. That that's all it is. It's yeah. like every single time you have to be like, okay, this is why they're doing it. They just need to move the plot along. Just let it go. Yeah. I'm not hating. It's still it's still enjoyable. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. I'm not freaking out. It's it's just wacky good. It would fun. It, it, it would it would definitely not be in any, any of your top episode lists. Yeah, that's kind of what I'm saying for sure. It would be just in the the amalgam of generalized common writer. It's not the worst episodes. It's not up there with, uh, like the um the Cobra episodes or something like that. Mm. It's just like. Uh, this is a kind of by the numbers where they <laughs> skip one or two numbers type thing. Mm. 
Uh, so they go back to the shop, and it's been closed up, and it's for rent already. Yeah, it's <laughs> store for rent already. <laughs> yeah. Dude, no time wasted. Yeah. Landlord is on it. <laughs> uh, so they're like, well, we've lost all our leads. Yeah. Um. So it goes to the shocker base, and you yeah. see the girls that are the prisoners. They're working hard. Um. The the plant lady's just standing behind them going, hee as loud as she can in their ears because that's going to help them work. And, of course, it's slowing them down. And she's like, ah, you're going too slow, faster, like whip, crack, whip, crack. You know, uh, One of the ladies dies. Yeah, one of them just kills over. And she's like, ah, she Another one succumbs to the poison. Get her out of here. Get that corpse out of here, man. Dispose of her, which, you know, you have to. And so then uh, the next thing is uh, a stakeout. Yeah. Okay. So I don't know where they're staking out. They're staking out at the park where they lost the uh the uh the dandelion. Okay. Monster. So yeah, where they last saw her, the the three of them. That is Tachibana is you know part of the story now. Yeah. Uh, Tachibana, Taki, and Hayato are all dressed in these ridiculous outfits. They're in a park and they're just standing around. Like there's a guy. Okay. Like Tachibana is dressed as a farmer he's a gr- tachiban is dressed as the 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 groundskeeper okay he's picking up trash okay so okay so he's got like a um he's got like a barrel on it or like a uh a wicker not wicker uh, a straw a, a straw basket on his yeah, back and that's why he's like throwing he's like trash. picking up like weeds and, and litter and, and stuff here's like a that. newspaper that kind of crap. yeah yeah because he's also got one of those like hats on yeah and so that usually whenever i think the hat and the basket they're like out there in, in the rice fields yeah. Pulling and flicking. And yeah. I'm like, what are you doing here? He's covered in dirt from head yeah. to toe. So basically, he's the hel- the, the the groundskeeper of the, the park, supposedly. Okay. But then, like... We have Taki uh, he, in a, like a, a he's, groovy outfit. He's, he's dressed as a hippie. <laughs> and he's, like... Chilling? On the modern art statues yeah. <laughs> around. And Naito is just, like, a tour... Tourists or yeah, something, like just with like, a fisherman hat. You just like I don't laying know. out, and so at like, this point, screw it. it. <laughs> and so at first, I'm like, what makes him think of this part? But then I realized, no, they were taking Taki here. Oh, that's right. When he was captured and he was chasing. So them. there must be some connection here. Okay, so it's not like totally a. It isn't dart. like totally like a, a jump where it's just like we grab a random park. But you know, no, when he was chasing him, they take Taki here. So there, there must be something in this area. Okay. And uh, for some reason, Dalian just attacks people randomly. Well, this kind of makes sense because it's like they no longer have the flower shop. Or or it, it needs to eat, needs new slaves, just grabs people at the park. Yeah. You know, until we get the new shop set up, we got to, you know, set, put fill out the paperwork. <laughs> yeah, because basically they hear commotion. They're running. All three of them run in the direction. You see a guy getting mauled, you know, and drank. And and so somebody dies because they're too slow and right. a lady's kidnapped and they'll be like, wait up. Yeah. Hayato's like, OK, I'll go see what's going on. You two wait here. And they do for the first time in Common Rider history. <laughs> Taki and Tachibana wait, sit on their thumbs. <laughs> so so Haito goes into the base. It's very clearly a shocker base. He doesn't go back and report that. I guess that they can extrapolate. From and instantly he knows everything that they're doing. Yeah, He's like, oh, they're making poison. Oh, that must be the girl's sister. Oh, <laughs> it's like <laughs> yeah. And so he just rolled a twenty on perception. Yeah, <laughs> pretty like, much. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Crit. It's just like I wonder what they're making. Twenty. They're making this poison derivative of a new guinea pot. <laughs> so he just jumps into the room with the be- the first best opportunity, and he's like, "Okay, everybody, let's go." Punch goon, punch goon, let's leave. Yeah. And, of course, you know, he gets stopped by Zol. I think the go- the girls make it out, though, right? Yeah, all of those girls make it out, but Mari and Yuri aren't there. Yeah. So, so he has to stay to find them. Yeah, so he starts searching around. He's yelling for Mari and Yuri, and he's in the main shocker room. 
and Zol and the plant monster come out. Dandelion. Yeah, of course, a bunch of goons. And Mari and Yuri there. Yeah, so they, they dragged them out of the back room, and they're already dressed up in their, uh, you know, they got the ball and chain on. They're dressed up in the all gray. Well, they were earlier, but yeah. Yeah. When the, when the woman died, they were there. Oh, that's right. You're right. Yeah, I just didn't notice them because of the mask. Yeah. And so, um, basically, they're like, surrender, or we'll kill them type mm-hmm. thing. And uh, they're like, ah, the goons start surrounding Hayato. Yeah, okay, so they, they start to fight him, and then... This is stupid, but it's again, it's one of those things you just got to let it go. They they're not holding on to the two girls, so the two girls like inch around the room, the outside of the room, to where they're on the side of the room. That so no, what you missed, Haito is on. Was before that, Mari and Yuri shoulder checked the monster. Ah, okay. They they shoulder checked the monster and Zol to get out from behind them. Ah, so basically they really it's like yeah, so it's like they'll be like, oh, we who cares about these girls? Oh, what's a crap? <laughs> <laughs> it's like they underestimated them. <laughs> So yeah, okay, Mar- fair enough. That makes me feel better about <laughs> Mario and Yuri to like shoulder check the goons to knock them down and then run to where Haito is. Yeah, so they're they're huddled in the far back corner of the room, ball and chain on foot. Haito doesn't transform because maybe they don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Again, this is one of those times where it's like, dude, your secret identity, your your quote unquote secret identity is just not that important. It's it, the the quote is is that you should have transformed before you entered the room. Yes. Seriously, dude, <laughs> dude. Anyway, um, it's just so that he can fight as the guy. Yeah, yeah, so he's just fighting as himself, and the goons, you know, they're not beating him, but they're they're keeping him where he needs to be because Zol's like now, and uh, this, well, Zol jumps down first. Oh, and uh, like whips him twice, and, and like and like Haito just starts whooping Zol. Yeah, and he's just like, okay, that's enough of that. No, <laughs> now, do the thing. So they finally got him in the part of the room that they they had the single man-sized net trap. Yeah. It's like just enough to capture one person. Yeah. And he just stood on the right spot of the room for it to fall down perfectly. And this is actually really cool because after he's he's got he's covered in this net, two goons come out with knives and stab him in the kidneys. <laughs> two goons, each kidney. Yeah. Stab him. And he's like, oh, and he passes out. <laughs> it's just like, oh, well, that was not expensive. <laughs> but it's enough to knock out coming right yeah, in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It takes him at least an hour to regenerate his kidneys. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, he, he the net trap was stupid, but the stabbing in the kidneys was legendary. Yeah. Um, is enough to take him out. Obviously, they're all captured. And it goes outside, and Taki and Tachibana are just standing there around like a trash can, and like, man, he's been gone a long time. It's like, yeah, but there's no way he's captured. Tachibana's like smoking. Yeah, they're like, oh, but should we check to see? Bust in, check to see if he's captured. He's like, like, let's let's leave it a little bit, and we'll see. A little bit longer, you know, totally out of character. And then the lady shows up, and she's like, oh yeah, yeah. she she just creeps up from behind them and puts her hand on both of their shoulders and says their names, and they're like, that's that's not our names. Yeah, what are you talking about? That's not our names. And they're like, uh. Uh, we want you to come to where Hayato is captured and stuff. And they're like, what? And then they get surrounded by goons and get captured. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, because they're standing there and oh, like, she they're looking around. Yeah, she transforms. And Taki, I think, is the one that says, you know what? It'd probably be fun to go along with them. We should we should go along with them. Yeah, they use, he uses the word fun. Yeah. I, I mean, I don't know if that's what he says, but that's how they translated it. Well, it's like the like, way... It'll be interesting to see what's going uh, yeah, on. Yeah, so it's like, uh, you know... It's like, well, we need to know where Aito is, so this is the only way to do it. Yeah. Uh, and so, but that's just like his. But this way he can seem cool. Yes. Yeah. That's I'm not captured. I'm going with you because I want to go. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah. I'm leaving because I want to leave. <laughs> <laughs> not because you're making me. Yeah. And so, yeah, they're they're led, you know, I, I, th- I think they're, they're wrapped up in a chain, right? They're wrapped up in a chain and chained together. And chained together, yeah. And they're, and they're led into a quarry. Yes. As is tradition. Yeah. 
Um, and you see Hayato is like tied up to a stick, or is it a cross? It's a cross. Okay, so he's tied up to a cross on top of a hill, and there's a bunch of wood at the base of the hill, not at the base of the cross. No, because the, that would be too close, because what they do later on. Yeah. Because <laughs> of special effects technology. Yeah. Because they have their main actor tied to a cross. <laughs> Um, and so we understand what's gonna like as soon as they show up, they're looking at it. I think they immediately command them to light the pyre, and they rush over, and the whole thing's on fire now. And uh, so obviously Taki and Tachibana, they're like, we gotta break out of this. Yeah. So so like the reason why the the wood is so far away is because it's actually the actor up there. Uh huh. And they're really lighting logs on fire in front of him, so they need a distance. (laughs) He's in no danger and would never even be in danger. I'm I'm thinking maybe they could push the cross forward on top of it. Yeah. Maybe that's the actual plan. Yeah, because it's all it's all a sand pit, so there's no danger. Yeah. But yeah, because it's like it's an act, the actual actor, and they're not uh-huh. using like CGI fire. Or anything. This is one of those banana phone situations where you're supposed to know what's going on. Yeah, no, it's very clearly when you're you a know, little kid, you're watching it. You're like, oh, he's gonna land on fire. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Escape, so, common rider. So they they kind of use the tr- the the chain to kind of like knock over some goons and they're fighting their way out with just their kicks and they they make it to the top of the hill and they so it's interesting how they do this they're they're fighting the goons off with the kicks because they have the high ground now and they're wrapping the chain around the cross and i was thinking okay you guys are getting yourself tied up too no no no. this is part of the plan yeah because now that it's tied around they can like kind of pull it yeah they can pull Pull like run up the hill and pull it down down um to free hayato I mean, that's not how it works, but it works, whatever. Yeah. Uh, this is a D&D plan. Yes. Yeah, it's one of those, like, okay, rule of cool, whatever, it works. Yeah, it's just like, that's, not how, that's not how, like, leverage and all that stuff works, but whatever. Yeah, it's like, okay, whatever, he's, I mean, because it'd be one of those things where it's like, yeah, you successfully pulled the cross down, screw it, but he's still tied to the cross. Yeah. I mean, he was always tied to the cross. doesn't matter that the cross is now laying on the so ground. So they do what you normally do. You kick the chains off. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, it's such a... It's one of those... This is this is why we watch 71. Yeah. For crap like this. He kicks the chains off. This is literally one of those times like when they were all fighting in the jail cell and you could see the walls moving and you're just like... <laughs> yeah. So they kick the chains off of a high to, one of Hayato's arms, which gives him enough to get free. Yeah. And then he jumps up and he transforms. Yeah. And uh, then... He's on his bike. Because his bike is there. Yeah, well, we already know he tell this bike can just be teleported by yeah, the bike. It can be driven by itself. Well, it all, he needs the belt to do it, so he just needed his hands free. And, like, it doesn't even drive. It teleports. At one point, there's, like, a pierce. Yep. And so some bike fighting. It, yeah, okay, so like, he kind of, he doesn't ram them. He chases them into some muddy water, and yeah. then they fall into it. And as we all know, if you fall face first into muddy water, you just die. That's the end of it. You're never going to be seen from again. And they're not. He, they're not smart enough to like get their face out. <laughs> so he, <laughs> exactly. And so he turns around to drive his bike back into the fight, but these two goons are there, and they're like about to hit him in the head. But he grabs both their arms and disarms them with like a. And know, he uses judo two toss. swords. He starts killing some goons left and right. Yeah, slicing, dicing. Uh, um, then we find out that the whip's OP. Yeah, he gets disarmed both times because he has he's dual wielding. He gets disarmed twice, and she's like whipping him and holding him there. And he's like, ah, and there's like a you know plenty of scenes like that in my head. I'm just saying that there's a sound wave thing going on because <laughs> um, he's had many whip fights before. So the only difference here is the whip. It Sonic. Wave. Yeah, it ends with uh, the Dokadelian being thrown into the fire. Yeah, because she keeps trying to grappling him and and you know like suck the life out of him, which is the idea. Yeah, and so he you know throws her onto the still lit pyre, uh, and she burns to death. Uh, 
I'm okay with the fact that he didn't kick her or throw her or do anything like that uh-huh. because she's not a cyborg. No, yeah, exactly. It's nice that she died in a different way than getting yeah. blown up. Yeah. Uh, so they have the fire, and then somehow I guess they go get Mari and Yuri. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah the, the next scene is them at the racing club. Yeah. <laughs> or maybe it's supposed to be a different place, and you're just... no, it's the racing club. They're throwing a party for the because I guess everybody they meet becomes their best friend. Yeah. Uh, this is like her wedding reception. Like, what's going on here? I don't know. She, maybe... Okay, she's in her wedding dress, and her sister is leading her into the room. There is no guy anywhere to be seen, and everyone's like, "Congratulations!" Maybe it's a bridal shower. Oh, that could be. Yeah, and they're and just they're showing just, off the outfit. Yeah, they're just showing off the the veil because it's like, why not? Yeah. So and I'm like, guessing a bridal shower. Maybe. Yeah, so they pop some confetti. Hayato walks over and he takes some like something off the top of her head. I think the, it's a piece of confetti. Yeah. And he's like, uh, it's something about making sure you about uh, just focus on your happiness. Something like yeah, that. Yeah. And then he like just walks past her and leaves. Yeah. And Goro's over there chewing on his finger, like, oh, her husband. So, so what? Lucky. What he was? He wasn't chewing on his finger. He like got some of the cake. Oh, okay. <laughs> while okay. they were all like celebrating, <laughs> he's like was sucking the frosting off his finger, and, and then he's like, "Yes, <laughs> yes. he is." <laughs> and and then the girls are like smiling creepily. It's just a weird scene. <laughs> but this is um, the whole thing about like they're happy for her. They're happy for her. She's beautiful. All She's that well. Stuff. And yeah. but Hayato can never be happy, and so he leaves the party. Yeah. Hayato cannot even like enjoy them being together. Because Shocker's plan. He's yeah. gotta be. He's got to be wary. Yeah. At least they didn't do the renewed vows thing. No. They're just the the one is just like oh shocker's gonna attack again. <laughs> I almost feel like that's how we should break up arcs for this series. Is like we have the Hayato renews his vow arc, and now we're on the he's now waiting for the next assassin arc. <laughs> yes, you know what I'm talking. Yeah, about? <laughs> no, like seventy one will be uh is is easily broken up into like Hongo first part, and then. Uh, introduction of Nigo, uh-huh. and then they just start basing the arcs based off of the the, the lieutenants. Yeah, so, so like it's the like Zol arc, arc and yeah. then it'll be the Count arc. I think is I think he's a Count, um, and like so and that, so on. Yeah, that's the easiest way to do it because like they're around until they're beaten, and then a new general comes up. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, like renews his vow. Is vowed. It's like, <laughs> he, he, when did he vow? We finally get it, and that's when they stop saying that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So what is your suck? Okay, so um, I'll give you a bit of context just to remind you because we, we kind of already talked about it. But it this is again this is like one of my least favorite episodes. There is a lot of mental strain in order to keep active in what's going on. Yeah, there's a lot of times where you have to be like, okay, just this is what they meant by it. This is what they meant by it. So on and so forth. So take all that into account. My suck is uh, the noise that that lady makes. She does it maybe 350 times in the episode. I might not even be exaggerating. I mean, I am, but I'm I'm not far away. Yeah. Because like I was saying earlier, she's in pretty much every single scene. There are very few scenes that she's not in, and every scene she'll do it five, maybe six, seven times. This really loud, like, ee or he, like doing... It's just the it is goons. Annoying, yeah. The goons make annoying sounds every now and then, and sometimes the monsters make some really annoying sounds. But this is—it's so frequent. It's just—it doesn't end. It doesn't stop the whole episode. It—it it hurt. In some cases, it was way louder than others, and I'm like, oh, like you can feel your teeth rattle. <laughs> yes. <laughs> God, I would change. Like, if there was anything I would change about that episode, I would make the plot worse just to get rid of that sound. Yeah, it's um, not good. Yeah, like it's so harsh. That I had of everything that I've complained about of 71, I feel like this is the one that I hate the most. It's like I'm not personally connected to it. Like, I just, like, my feelings aren't hurt. I'm just physically adverse to this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
Uh, so what's your suck? My suck is yeah, this is the uh, the incredible jumps of logic. Yeah, I mean, there's some like serious some, leaps here. So sometimes they're just like, oh, this, they're cute. Like, yeah. must be a shocker plot. Yeah. yeah, you know, those are those are cute and funny. Yeah, because it's like, oh yeah, well, you know, you it's ridiculous that you're saying that, but you're always right. Yeah, it's like okay, fair enough. But when he's just like, oh, they're dairy drugs. That must be the sister. And it's just like, yeah, he's like, you walk in, you you. you yeah, it, that was really the the oh, nail the, the the drugs. It's like you're doing poison. That must be yeah, specifically nothing. poison. Yeah, there's been nothing going on with poison up until this point. Yeah, they, and they don't. Oh my god, they don't even use the mist in the final fight. No, and she has the can. It's not like it's not there. I mean, we've seen. Don't get me wrong. We've seen that fight like five times already. But it's like you're 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 building it up through the episode. It's the whole point. And then there's like a like, background. Uh, and then we get Marinieri somehow. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't even like they didn't have them on other crosses because Hayato was going to transform in that scene. Yeah. So yeah, they're like, just not there. there. Yeah. Or like Taki and Tachibana, they don't get killed at that exact moment for no other reason than to to drag them to the scene to watch Hayato get yeah. burnt alive. You have no motive. Yeah. No. It just there's no motive for that. There's no reason that Taki and Tachibana didn't rush into the base after Haito. There's no reason they should have stayed behind. Yeah, there's just the jumps in logic that are that are not cute. It's just missed. Yeah. So many suspension of disbelief only goes so far. Yeah. Yeah. Like other episodes there are similar things, but they fit weller. Yeah, it's not as weller, it's not better. as yeah, weller. <laughs> it's not as blatant. It's not as it's almost disrespectful how much they do it this episode and like Every character almost feels like a different person. Yeah. Um. I mean, maybe that's a little too harsh, but you know what I'm saying. It's like closer to that than not. Yeah. I'm, like I'm. It's not even the characterizations. It's just the jumps. It's like it's like they just threw out half the pages. Yeah. Yeah. I think <laughs> this is this is one of those episodes. I feel like is like the other ones where it was made earlier and they're just kind of showing it now. Yeah. Um, who knows? Or uh, it probably wasn't made earlier. It was just probably written earlier. Written earlier. Yeah, it's a better idea. Because uh, they probably have a bunch of scripts just written, and then they just film them. In They're them. like, oh, this isn't the best. Let's go with this one this week. And then, and then the actors are just like, well, this is what the script says. You know, we're not the ones that we're not paid to yeah. write the script. Yeah. Other people are paid to write the script. <laughs> we're paid to just say these words. Yeah. But yeah. it's just like, I mean, sometimes you're like blame people for it's like it's like, oh, you're blaming uh, Nicolas Cage for all his bad movies and stuff like that. It's like, no, he's just accepting the movies there's a lot of other things mm-hmm. that go into you can blame his performance but then also you can't even blame that all the time because maybe they didn't use a better scene uh, oh sure you yeah. know a better take you know yeah. it's i like, mean there's sometimes there's nick cage movies where i'm like it, it doesn't matter who you cast here it's gonna be a crap movie anyway it wasn't nick cage that ruined that movie <laughs> it was a bad movie with nick but, cage but then it. it's like a movie <laughs> is pretty much remade uh, like they say it's made three times when it's written when it's shot and it's when it's edited yeah and so, I mean, we learned that when you know, see the Snyder cut. Oh yeah, it's a completely different movie. Totally different, <laughs> almost indistinguishable. And then, you, like, and then you like look at like George Lucas cuts of movies, and oh, you're like, yeah. oh, you made things worse. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um. So, uh, what's your Segoy? Oh, it was them stabbing him in the kidneys. <laughs> I mean, it's brutal. It's accurate. It's kind of what I've been wanting to see. Like, there's no reason not to. Like, oh, he's in a he's in a a net now. Let's not do anything to him at all. Let's just lock him in a box, see what happens. Yeah. Aha, I've beaten my great enemy. Oh, he's escaped. Drat. No, they, they actually came up and, like, physically tried to kill him. <laughs> and then um, they're like... I well, mean, they, they dropped the ball afterwards, but the point <laughs> is at least A for effort in that. It, those goons need a raise. That's how you, that's how you slow Hayato down. You stab him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, those, those two goons... Yeah. yeah. They're not getting any of the credit they deserve. I guarantee you they died in that last fight. Probably feeling super tough. Like, I stabbed him once before. What's the difference? He's got a suit on. <laughs> Poor guys. <laughs> uh, so, 
my Segoy is I like uh, the origin of the monster. Oh, it not being a cyborg, man. Yeah. yeah, that's a big deal. Or it's just like it's like either there's just other monsters in the world and it's aligning with Shocker, or mm. Shocker's been around for two hundred years. Yeah, either idea is cool. Yeah, either way it works. Like yeah. I'm fine with either way. Um, it, and also too, it's like it, it makes me wonder like how many other like of their plant cyborgs were based on this. If they had been working with this person, like, yeah, for a while. Yeah, like how many whip creatures had their their. Uh, power sought up by scientists that had been working with this person you know yeah. and like i don't think they say exactly the order i can't remember if they said it was like the amazon or just whatever new guinea so she is from new guinea and that's okay i i, I didn't want to say that yeah. and be wrong because it's like it was too obvious i guess yeah and then i guess at 71 yeah <laughs> um so yeah so some 200 year old witch plant thing from new guinea yeah and then that out that like it like this that like adds so much world building that yeah it's totally accidental. It is. It's just like, they were just like, oh, it's 200 year old. And nobody thought about like, is it a cyborg or not? Yeah. It's <laughs> almost, you could almost, with the, especially with the way that this is filmed, I would be totally fine if they if there was like a haunted mansion ghost as the enemy for this week. Yeah. yeah. Like that, where you're like, okay, I guess, you know, screw it. It yeah. works. <laughs> they do do a couple that are not shocker cyborgs. Oh, okay. Um, and at least one more that I can think of off the top of my head. Yeah. Um, that honestly, not every enemy needs to be shocker. Yeah. Uh, it's just, it would be weird, but I mean, they work with shocker. Of course. But it's like, cause shocker is the bad guy. And of so course. Yeah. yeah. But it's like not created by shocker. Mm -hmm. Um, so what do you think of the writer ranking? Oh man. I, I don't even know if I want to judge Nico on this episode. Um, I'm trying to think like what what did he even do, man? It's like he just accidentally tripped over a girl. Um, yeah, like it, none of this episode is his fault. It's really, it's like, yeah, every everyone was out of place. So that it's like, okay, sure, he did leave Taki there, but then Taki's fully capable of watching two people enter a flower shop. Yeah. <laughs> even if they're suspected as Shocker, it's not necessarily a Shocker base. Yeah. Um, Like him telling them to stay up behind and, and rush in himself, I think is one of the more sound decisions he's made because he is the superhero yeah um and then other than that it's like what is it? i don't even know what to say like well right now uh he's above kuga yeah and kuga's problem was that he had led, like just a uh just a mediocre episode as yeah. far as like it was a, accomplishments a, yeah it was a just a recap episode yeah um although he does have he is more dealing with the ramifications. They weren't as bad as you wanted them to be, uh -huh. but there's still all ramifications oh, yeah. for what he did. And yeah. he's like unsure of like if he's if he's going on the right path type yeah. thing. Um, he, the thing is for Nego, in my opinion, as far as the writer ranking concerned, I'm not gonna. I don't want to bump him down or up, but he hasn't gained any points towards moving up a rank. At yeah, so all. he's like it, literally exactly. So where basically, he is. if Kuga has just a semi decent episode, he's above Nigo. That's what time. I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I can see that. If um, like if Nigo just has if if Kuga just has like a normal Kuga episode. Yeah. He's above Nigo. Yeah, I hate to say it, but this episode was just. I mean, literally, he he stumbled across the thing, and I don't fault him for taking the girl home. Like of everyone, the one that would need your protection the most is the one that you are escorting to a safe place. So like the one. The one time that he did something that was off, um, you can attribute the that only, to protecting the The only thing the I would have said is he should have transformed before he went into the base, yeah. but that's just... Yeah, that's the director's decision. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, I agree. That was like, that's... 
it's almost like why, especially when you know it's confirmed. Like if that maybe you don't know it's the base somehow, and then you walk through the door, and then immediately, oh, okay, it's Nazi paraphernalia everywhere. So the thing is, Tension. is like it would a lot of like a lot of things in seventy one would make sense if he had a time limit. Oh yeah, like if he had, if ticking clock on if he can be if he could be common writer for like ten minutes at a time, twenty minutes at a time, or something like that. Yeah. Oh wait, did they? Did they mention that when he no, was he, trapped in the, the he has shaft? a power limit? He mm. has a power, and it's like the he needs wind. to travel so much distance. Yeah, so he it's needs not the like it's a time limit. limit yeah. like once he's henching. and like he can generate that wind by just jumping. Yeah, <laughs> so <laughs> so it's like, uh, but like a lot of the story would fit better if he had like a limit. The Garo treatment, or yeah, or if he could only transform once a day. Yeah, if like. He could transform and he could stay as long as he wants, but, but he has to rest in between. Yeah, he has. He can only do it twelve hours in between or something like that. So it's like, is this the time to do it, or is this, you know, type thing? So mm-hmm. uh, maybe that's kind of like an unspoken rule. Yeah, like you need to understand that to understand everything that happens <laughs> in seventy one. Well, it's like we have this whole thing about like you shouldn't be able to transform right after you get knocked out of your transformation. You shouldn't. No. Yeah. That would Sometimes be- it happens and you're like, this is crap. Yeah. It it does. It feels you feel cheat cheated. It's almost like a a cheapened scene. Yeah. Sometimes they actually, in some seasons, they actually explain it. That like, if you do, you're like shortening your lifespan. You're t- you're 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 tampering. You could kill you. Yeah. If you're like forced out of the transformation and you go right back in. Yeah. But then the other times you're just like they just untransformed for the effect and then go right back. Yeah, in. for the sake of having the conversation. <laughs> yeah. So, anyways, so but the next episode of Common Rider seventy one is the Steel Monster. Steel S T E E L. Okay. The Steel Monster. Armadillogalon. It's actually one of the more powerful names. Armadillolong. Armadillolong? Armadillolong. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Still still one of the more palatable names. Yeah. Uh, and so, but our next episode will be in Kamen Rider Kuga. Uh, episode 32, entitled Obstacle. Oh, because it's going to be, yeah, about the police yeah. backing out. That's right. The police are having problems and mm-hmm. about the fact that, like, because it's there's not no way that's not the next step. There's absolutely no way. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, I've been I have been way wrong before. Like, yeah, absolutely. But they they're like they're showing more about it because yeah. that new cop guy who says that like yeah. you know all this stuff. And then we and the news was talking about it. I think. Yeah, the news was like should kind of throwing him under the bus, but not really. Yeah, uh, you know, a public opinion is like if. If if the policeman were with the Kuga, how did all this bad stuff happen? Yeah. And then the thing is, the chief was straightforward with Ichijo from the very, very, very beginning. Yeah. So I don't feel bitter about it. Yeah. Um, it's really one of those things. I I kind it, of wish in, in I wish this was happen in the real world where people in big positions be like, you know what? Here's the alternative. If you don't like it, suck it. Yeah. You know, <laughs> it's like we have bigger things to deal with than you're complaining. Yeah. About your commute to work. Yeah. Uh, but then they, that person wouldn't hold the position for very long. I would do horrible as a public figure because <laughs> yeah. I would I would go there, man. It'd be like somebody would somebody would have a really smart question for me. In the you know what I'm saying like a uh, a reporter would have like what do you think about blah blah blah. blah. I think they got that's what I think. Yeah. Whoops. Yeah. Yeah. So what do you think about healthcare? Don't get sick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. What is what? What's your dental plan? The same thing without with cavities. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Don't get sick. Brush your teeth. Yeah. Spumazol. Moving the te- on. Teeth are overrated. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> we can get them replaced. I swear. <laughs> Just gum everything. <laughs> um, so yeah, that'll be our next episode. So I've been Eric and I'm Eugene and we will see you next time.